Hello, and welcome to Crits and Knits, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition game. I'm Danny. my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Dragonbait, my pronouns are she, her, and I am playing Nalitha, the High Elf Rogue, whose pronouns are also she, her. I'm E, my pronouns are they, them, and I play Owen, a human fighter whose pronouns are he, him. I'm Hollow Invective, and my pronouns are he, him. And I play Erasmus Fowler, human fighter, whose pronouns are he, him. I'm Tiana Hansen. My pronouns are she, her. And I play Assault Argri, a human paladin whose pronouns are also she, her. Join us as we follow this group of retired adventurers who have picked up their weapons once more to save their home in the retirement community of Pennycross. So we are going to dive right in to life in the town of Pennycross. It is a quiet afternoon. It's probably a little bit after lunch. And the Golden Frog has just opened for business. Behind the bar stands a half-orc. It's about 50 years old. He's got dark hair, a couple of big scars on his hands. No one has actually asked him where they came from. They're a little bit afraid to. His name is Astrin Badri, and uh, you're all rather familiar with him. But even more familiar with him is the very aged elven lady who kicks in the door, wanders up to the bar, smacks it twice, and says, I want my tea with whiskey, and proceeds to walk over to her chair in the corner. She has the place of honor. She sits in a rocker that's a little bit oversized, very padded and comfy. This is Miss Agnatha Harper. She is the founder of the Knitting Guild here in Pennycross, and she is the owner of the Golden Frog Tavern, technically. She doesn't really run it anymore. At 783 years old, she is ancient even for an elf. There has been talk that perhaps there is some sort of magic keeping her alive. She claims it's just her passion for yarn. You walk in. Tell us what we see. You also see an older elf, um, short hair, glasses, not wearing anything really special, has her yarn bag with her, and uh, she takes her seat in the, I guess, knitting circle. And she is sitting a little bit farther away from where other people would be sitting. Okay. And what is her name? This is Nalitha. So as you come in, Miss Agnatha <clears throat> clears her throat. Nalitha. Yes? You drinking tonight? Oh. Maybe a little bit later. It's still kind of early for me. You're just no fun. If I try to keep up with you, I'll be dead before the evening. Nah, keeps you young. A little bit of whiskey, put some hair on your chest. Oh, I at my age, I don't think I need that. <laughs> Wait till you hit my age, kid. <laughs> Fair. Well, you getting comfy? Got good yarn tonight? I do. Bought some just down the street. New vendor. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yes. I mean, be careful. You you don't uh, don't get Dave down at the uh, threaded needle too upset with you. Dave likes me. Listen. Dave and I are our good terms. He knows that I will always come back to his yarn shop. I don't know. Some of those human vendors, they're just a uh, little, little precious about their customers. So you just be careful. Don't, don't piss them off. You know, if Dave got some of the colors that that vendor had, I would <laughs> go to him more. Uh, an elf after my own heart. Uh, <laughs> colors, colors important. Yes. Gotta, gotta spice up your life. Yes. All right. Well, Astrid, where's my whiskey? You hear a little bit of grumbling from behind the bar, and the half-orc is brewing the tea that is taking the most part of uh, his time at the moment. Owen, you're the next to show up to the Knitting Guild. Alrighty. So Owen's kind of an older guy. He's 60, so he's not, like, ancient, but, you know, not in the prime of his youth anymore. 
He's tall. He's six feet. He's got um, he's got a beard and kind of short-ish gray hair. There's like a little bit of color in it still, but not much. He kind of slinks in, kind of trying not to be noticed too much, and slips over to the bar and says, uh, "Usual ale." Astrin sort of gives a little grunt and nod, pours him an ale, and sets it down in front of him on the counter. Owen gives him the old thanks gesture. And goes and finds his usual seat, just kind of off to the side, and pulls out a kind of lumpy-looking hat and gets to work. Ah, still working on that hat, I see. Good job, good job. Yeah, it's uh, getting the better of me there, in places. Ah, you'll get there. It's the baubles. You convinced (laughs) me on the baubles, and I don't think they were that good after all. I think you're going to love the end result. It'll be fine. If you say so. And she reaches down beside her and pulls up this knitting bag that is just exploding with yarn and starts digging through to try and decide what today's pattern is going to be. In the meantime, a pair of half-elves walk in. And you've both been in town long enough to recognize fellow members of your knitting guild. They are Harnor and Sarlin. And they come in hand in hand and take their seats together on a sort of long bench in the knitting circle. Sarlin pulls out his knitting and starts getting straight to work on this very intricate uh, color work scarf. It's got lots of little bits of color and you can see it's almost like a scene playing out across it. His husband pulls out, well, you think it might be a scarf. You're really not sure. It is quite obvious, though, that uh, while Sarlin is here for the knitting, Harner is just here for his husband. Erasmus, you arrive. Erasmus walks in. He has brand new needles and a brand new knitting bag, uh, like somebody has sold him on a bunch of stuff. Clearly, the other knitting needles that he had the other day were not the right knitting needles. Uh, So he walks in. And he, uh, he sits down with his, uh, his burgundy yarn, and uh, there's a few other pieces of yarn uh, that are kind of like flopping out of his bag that he definitely was uh, talked into buying. He has a hat on, uh, and on the top of his hat is a very messy palm that is really just a knot of yarn that he probably was unable to untangle. <laughs> <laughs> he has dark skin. Uh, he sits down. He... Um, just milk. Raz! How's it going? It's good, Owen. It's good. It's good. Um, just, uh, I think these might be the, the needles. Maybe. I hope so. I really Fifth hope so. Fifth times the charm. Fifth times the charm. <laughs> yeah, you know, they actually have five on them, so maybe. maybe. That, uh, that bodes well. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping. Yeah, just, uh, just milk up on the bar. He, uh, takes milk. Miss Agnatha. Looks over to you, and you do wear that hat real well, son. Well, real well. You know, it's uh, it's about the pride. You know, it's about I messed up, but I'm owning it. There you go. There you go. Own that. Be proud of what you did. That and I don't think I'm ever going to untangle this thing. So it's just going to sit up there. Well, you know, <laughs> it'll work. It'll be fine. Hey, you know, the people who aren't knitters, they're not going to tell. And besides, they're not important anyway. Uh, right. Yep. 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 <sighs> Isolt. So, Isolt walks in. She is, she's not a terribly tall human woman. She's about 5'7". She was a little bit taller in her youth, but stands, stands straight for all of that. Leaning a little bit on a, on a walking stick that she uses with a, a kind of easy grace. Comes, uh, comes walking in, looking around. She's still not hugely familiar with the area or the people. So she takes a moment to assess the room, assess the people in it before nodding a little to herself and going over to the the bar. Uh, a glass of wine, please. And Astrid nods to you, quickly pours you a glass, slides it across, smiles. Thank you very much. 
And she takes it, cheerses him, sips, before making her way over to what she assumes is the, the knitting circle. She, had, she was told about it and is still very new to all of this. Miss Harper looks up. Ah, you must be our newest member. So glad you joined us. Now, now here's the important question. Did you join for the knitting or for the wine? The wine, something to do, and companionship. All right. Well, you're going to knit anyway, so. I I imagine I will learn. Uh, I'm Assault Argry. Assault. It's lovely to meet you, my friend. I think you're going to get along pretty well. We've got some other... Some other human folk in the group, so you don't have to feel too young. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, well, if, if age is how you feel, then uh, I, I, I think I'm in your, your range, my friend. <laughs> oh, you're cute. You're cute. Oh, humans. <laughs> mm. And she just smiles a little bit, a little, a little sadly, and she wears a, a silver uh, ring on her, on her left ring finger that flashes a little bit in the light as she sits down and pulls out a brand new set of needles, a brand new uh, skein of yarn, dark blue, and sort of looks at it for a moment and starts casting on, not with any sort of grace at all, but <laughs> figuring it out as she goes. One of the half-elves leans over to you and says, uh, you know, it's okay if you don't knit a whole lot. She won't yell at you. You just have to try. Well, uh, there's a little else to keep my mind occupied these days, so... Learning a new skill is something I imagine will be fairly useful. Well, I, I hope so for your sake. It's, uh, I don't particularly enjoy it, but where else are you going to get the Zakalian wine around here? No. Mm. Oh, entirely too true. Uh, I didn't catch your name. I'm Assault. Oh, uh, I'm Harner. Harner Yesrick. Harner, pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Ooh, uh, if you're not much into the knitting, make sure you come sit by me. We'll uh, we'll chat. Will they? Do the the yarn stuff. We'll be fine. I I've, I've visited uh, the the knitting shop down the way and was frankly a little overwhelmed by the sheer amount of everything. Yeah, um, Dave does have a, a wide selection. Not a lot of color though. He's he he's like blue and and gray and that sort of as far as he gets. And Assault looks down at her outfit, which is, in fact, shades of, of of dark gray and light blue. Well, we we get on well enough. As you're all sitting there, calmly, quietly, knitting on your projects, sipping your drinks a little, it's kind of a, a nice, peaceful evening, afternoon. And not too long after that, the door flies open, and you see a fire genasi storm over to the bar slam her hand down, and just sort of glower at Astrin. He glowers back very powerfully, and then gives her a shot. She tosses it back, waits for a moment, he passes her an ale, and she stomps over to the knitting circle and flops into a chair. Enyatha looks at her. Nice of you to join us, Tamilia. You, uh, got any of your yarn left? And she pulls out what used to be a project, but is now mostly charred bits of strand on a needle. I got frustrated. <laughs> I'm gonna start again. Oh my god, is this character based off me? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I'm feeling called out! Oh! <laughs> You've never burned your yarn, though, have you? She's not it's a fire genasi. come close! <laughs> if I had magic... If she were a fire genasi, you could just, like, run it over her hair. Of course she would have set it on fire by now. All you need is a stove. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, Tamilia. Those of you who've been around for a while are quite familiar with her. She has a temper and not a lot of success with her knitting, probably because of that temper. But it's fine. It's fine. So you all are just sort of... Having a very relaxing afternoon, when one of Anyatha's kin comes in, no one's really entirely sure how all the Harpers are related, other than they're all related to Anyatha. She is the one who helped found this town. It's been around for over 200 years. And most of, we'll call them the staff, are her family. 
this one comes in. It's an older, older elf, a uh, female, and she leans over to Anyatha and whispers something. Anyatha sighs heavily, gets up out of her comfy chair, and goes to the door. Huh. Well, you're not wrong. She heads back to her comfy chair and sits down and puts down her knitting and, and looks at all of you, sort of straightens up. It would seem that there is smoke coming from our mountain. Is that normal? Nope. Mm. I haven't seen smoke come from that mountain in the 200 plus years I've been living here. Is somebody making a barbecue? <laughs> well, you know, I didn't smell any barbecue. You're, you're welcome to go take a look yourselves. Take a, take a sniff. Well, see if you can't uh, figure uh, it out. Uh, well, uh, all right. Um, uh, hold on. Mm. That's what I sound like when I stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Bones ain't got me yet. <laughs> and uh, Erasmus will uh, take a look outside. Shove his uh, his knitting needles into his bag. And uh, just look. You know, like old people looking, on the por- looking out at the trouble on their porch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That smoke. Uh, Isolt will will set her knitting aside and stand up, leaning heavily on her cane as she as she gets up, walks over, standing just a little bit behind Erasmus, looking out. Mm. Interesting. Any notion what might be causing the mountain to smoke? Mm, no wood chips. No barbecue. It's not real barbecue without the wood chips. You are correct. I mean, with with some of the experiences that Assault has had, she's looking to the sky to see if there if there's dragons. Go ahead and roll perception. Hey, uh, perception. Uh, that's a fifteen. You see something in the distance. You can't make out what it is, but there is some sort of motion, some sort of speck. Could be a dragon. Could be a bird. Mm-hmm. Could be a fly. Kind of hard to tell. Y- y- your eyesight's starting to fail a little bit. But you know that there's something out there flying. Mm-hmm. So you have spotted something. Okay. I'll note it and keep an eye on it, see what direction it is traversing. Okay. As you watch, it sort of, it seems to circle the area where the smoke is coming from. Hmm. All right, so noting that, I will point it out to Erasmus. I don't know what that's about, but anything flying that's uh, sitting over smoke seems a bit suspicious to me. Mm. Hold on. Where'd I put it? He reaches under his hat, (laughs) pulls out, pulls out a telescope. Oh, I gotta clean it. Hold on. Hair grease. Oh, well. Is there anything out there? Is it a really big fly? (laughs) (laughs) It's Mothman. Go ahead and uh, roll me an investigation with advantage because you're using a telescope. (laughs) Sure. Uh, 18. You are pretty sure... That it is not a fly. Nope, no fly. Pretty sure it's not just a little bird. You think it's probably either a rock or a dragon. You know, I can't make quite make it out, but um, I mean, it's technically not a bird. Could be a big bird, though. Like a really big one. Like a... What do a, a rock leg taste like? Anyway... Could be a dragon. Hearing mm-hmm. this, Owen kind of takes more interest in what's going on. A rock. I've been mean to get this thing, get this thing realigned. Just, but he's going down the mountain to get anything, anything done. Yeah, rock, dragon. It's about the, about the general shape. Dragon. 
Definitely not a fly or a bird. Something big flying over that over that smoking mountain. I retired oh. so I wouldn't have to deal with dragons and rocks. I mean, I'm sure that there are some plucky young people who will definitely <laughs> round here. No, 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 probably not. Well, I guess I better go get get my hidden stick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, I very ca- Rasmus very casually uh, walks down uh, to uh, the back of his house to a shed, pulls out a uh, very uh, worn backpack. Oh, you ready? You ready, Owen? We're gonna we're just gonna go hit it, hit it a couple times. Just like you know, just come back. Um, I don't, I don't really think that's necessary. Oh no, 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 no! It's just. You can't. You can't just let things fly around like that. Then they think they own I mean, things. But he's flying around all the way over there. But yeah, but, the, but and see, we're if, all the way over here. If it gets ideas about owning things and and being places, then it might start flying around here, and then it becomes our but problem. But then it is here. our problem. Yeah, no. Well, no, you got you got you got to nip these things in the bud before they before they get become big big problems. Besides. Wait, wait. We don't even know what it is. I, I I told you it's a rock or a dragon. A rock. Yeah. Rock. Or a dragon. Or Those a dragon. are two very different things. And both of them that can be cause solved. very different kinds of problems. You know, I mean, sm- smoke that's on the mountain. That's problems. Problems. See, oh no. Mm. Problems. I also retired so I wouldn't have to fight dragons or rocks or other things. You know, I mean, look, I, I understand that, you know, you retired. But me? Did you not retire? I, I did retire, but I could sit in there and take a few human jokes from 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 Miss Harper. Or I can go out and go get my hit stick and just go and go get things done. Well, it was nice knowing you. Oh, I, this is just like. I, I bet this is just going to be routine, just like any other time. It'll be fine. When was... Oh, okay. Back, backing up a little bit. When was the last time you fought a rock or a dragon? Ooh, fought here. Last time I fought a rock. Had to be back in the Necromancer's War. Okay. That was, like, 50 years ago. No, 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 not not giving out to you. Not, 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 not the big necromancer's <laughs> war fifty years ago. The little, no, his apprentice. See, his apprentice took over his shop, and he started like a little mini war, like like thirty years ago. War part two, <laughs> necromantic boogaloo. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what Owen oh, calls it okay, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, his his apprentice took up shop. In his old tower, because we, because the king said, "Hey, why don't we just keep the tower intact? What would be useful?" And I said, "Knock that damn thing down." I mean, down. that don't nobody listen. That would have listen. been better. And uh, yeah, so yeah, he took up shop, and uh, yeah, started like a whole mini thing. So yeah, he had like a, he had he had a dragon working with him, and that, you know that went fine. Like a big dragon, or like an undead dragon. Like what kind of dragon were you fighting? Uh, it was, it was a, it was a, I'd say it was like an ebon dragon. Like it was, it was dark. It might have been a black. Yeah, you know, I was, what I know so was. So you're not that. even sure if it was a dragon. No, I'm sure it was a dragon. Fire <laughs> or acid. Oh, good. Anyway, what matters is that me and Lucky here, as I, as he uh, pulls out his hitting stick with it, which is a sword, <laughs> me and Lucky here, gonna go. Take care of it. But, you know, but I mean, we sure use company. Well, I'm not letting you go alone, even with Lucky. Well, it has been some time since my goddess called me to... Ooh, it's a party! ...protect and defend, but it seems it's about that time again. I I, I find that uh, these sorts of things go better when you have a group, even even if they're all a bit young. No, no offense. I'm as young as I feel. So you're 130. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm no, I'm no spring elf, but not an elf at all. But 
Well, if anything, it'll be entertaining to watch. Well, and, you know, in, in the twilight years, entertainment is valuable, is it You're not? not wrong. All right, let's go deal with a rock or a dragon. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you kids, you just hold on a second. And Yatha's right up there with you. Now, now, I don't mean to, to be insulting, but none of you are young folk anymore. Uh, we gotta take care of you a little bit. So before you just go running off after a, a rock or a dragon, um, let's, let's just come and sit for a moment. Come, come, come sit inside for just, just a minute. Alright, fine. Yeah, I guess I'll get another milk before I get on the road. Exactly. A, a drink for the road. That'll help with the, the At bravery. At this point, I, I do get a whiskey. Like, <laughs> I'm not going into this sober. Yeah, Erasmus is definitely the uh, old man who thinks he uh, doesn't have problems and definitely does have problems. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you're all getting comfortable waiting for Enyatha to do whatever it is that she's going to do. And she reaches under her shirt and pulls out this um, stone. And you're all adventurers. Most of the folks in the Knitting Guild aren't. They're just normal folks who retired. But you folks, being adventurers, the red of this stone is not a natural stone. It is very much the same shade of red as every healing potion you've ever tossed back. It looks really familiar. Oddly red. And you see her grab onto it and close her eyes for a second. And... She murmurs a word, and beside you, a half-elf appears, just apparates out of nowhere. And she looks around and says, you called, Grandmother? Yes, Chela, Chela, my dear. I'm, uh, I'm going to need your assistance. We have, uh, well, did you see the smoke coming from the mountain? Yes, Grandmother. Good, good. So, you know, we've got a problem. Uh, our fine friends here have pointed out that there is, um, well, something up there. It could be a rock, could be a dragon. I, I still think it could be a fly, but whatever. They got better eyes than me. And, uh, they're determined to go and take care of things. And, uh, we, well, we're gonna have to take care of them, my friend. So, uh, have you got some of those, those necklaces still available? And she sort of gives a heavy sigh. Give me a moment. And she walks out the door. Uh, she's gone for about five minutes and then walks back in. All right. Um, I need each of you to just come stand with me for a moment. And she has these charms. She looks to assault first. So let's just come here. I need you to put your hand out. And once you do, she places a stone that has just a, a ring on it, like a the sort of ring that you put on a necklace, and then a second stone that has a chain on it. You puts them both in your hand, covers them with her hand, murmurs a couple of words. You feel everything sort of heat up. She takes her hand away, takes away the stone that's just got the connector on it, and leaves you with the other stone in your hand. Put this on, and you see her clip the other stone onto her necklace. And there are two or three other stones already on there. She repeats this process with each of you. So, hand out two stones, covers it with hers, says a few words, leaves you with the stone on the chain. Well, what is this? Yeah, Isolt does not put hers yeah. on until, until <laughs> that, that question gets answered. But this is a way to ensure your safety. It is a way of summoning me it works once a day, so don't use it unless you need to. Uh, but once you summon me, I will be able to appear by your side. And if you need assistance, I can provide healing or healing potions. Or I can take you back to town with me, take care of whatever it is that is your problem, and then bring you back later. For those of us in the real world, it's basically a, a life alert necklace. Fantasy life alert. <laughs> <laughs> I fall and I can't get up. <laughs> I 
I fully expect that to be called at least once. I've fallen and I can't get up. Life alert. Uh, yes, so please use them sparingly. You do each only have one, so, you know, don't call me just because you got a paper cut. But what if it's really bad? <laughs> well, then we'll rub I some will... dirt in it and it will be fine. Don't rub the dirt in it. That will get it infected and I will have to deal with it later. Um, yeah, yes, I use the good dirt. Mm. Oh, goodness. You're all going to die. Um, Speaking of uh, health potions, do you have any of those that we could just like take with us so we don't have to call you all the time? I don't personally, uh, but if you head down to Herblight... <laughs> Herbalite, got it. <laughs> I'm saying that. You're lucky you're across the country. <laughs> <It's> like- oh, <laughs> but Herblite has um, several magical items, and uh, I do believe he has recently stocked the healing potions. So please, please get some of those so that you can heal your own paper cuts without my assistance. But uh, I know that. Some of you have you know, heart conditions and the gout and the diabetes and the things like that that may require you to occasionally uh, return for some more intensive care. And quite frankly, I'd hate to leave you in the middle of nowhere or on a mountain or underneath the dragon. Don't call me if you're fighting the dragon, please. I would rather not um, um, you be stuck with the dragon. Si- uh, you said that you would take care of any problem that we had. If a dragon is the problem, I feel like... Well, false advertising, of, false advertising. I mean that I will <laughs> grab you and take you away from there. I'm not going to deal with the dragon for you. I do not deal with dragons. I am a cleric. I will heal your ass. I will not defend it. I know plenty of clerics that used to deal with dragons. I I've, I worked with a cleric who you, who who fought a, a dragon with me. And that is a a choice. Um, mm. She was she, she was quite helpful, young Winley. Well, I I am not that kind of cleric. <laughs> I Clearly. do not care for combat. Uh, that's why I chose to come back and stay with my grandmother in a retirement community. I would rather deal with gout than gouts of flame. So, but there is one outside. Isn't that something that should be taken care of? Is that not by much younger people than we are? Well, uh, (laughs) it would appear that I'm one of the youngest in town, and quite frankly, I am not prepared for this. We could, if you'd prefer, we could just send for help. Um, you know, we do have the caravan that should be arriving tomorrow. And it'll probably be three or four days before they get to the next town. So, I don't know, a week or so? We could we could manage a week without dealing with the dragon, yes? How many villages are going to burn while we wait? That is an excellent point. All right. I, I guess we're going to go fight a rock or a dragon or a fly on the wall. There you go. Are you sure it wasn't a speck on your telescope that you were just kind of waving around? No, I cleaned it before. It's just, it's a slightly misaligned, so I can't get exactly what it is. That's all. That's all. Just, it's big. It's not a fly. It's not a speck of dust. It's not a bird. It's not a whirly gig. It's super Is it bird. superhuman? <laughs> <laughs> it got me. It could be. I mean, it could, could be superhuman. I mean, it could be some wizard messing around with everybody. Uh, fair. Uh, wizards. All right, let's let's go get our potions, so that the nurse lady isn't coming to save us. Apparently, I will come save you if I need to, but you only have one use a day per person. Per this person. is a broken True. life alert. I have a feeling a real life life alert isn't like this. <laughs> I looked it up. The batteries last ten years. Well, uh, wow, you know, holy hell. Eh. <laughs> I mean, this stone is going to last until it gets shattered. It's just only good once a day. Magic isn't as reliable as batteries, I guess. (laughs) That worries me. I feel like magic should be more reliable (laughs) than batteries. absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've read Harry Potter. (laughs) 
like the biggest problem with the Harry Potter world is that muggles would give up everything that they have in the I mean one of the biggest problems is that the muggles would give up everything in the uh uh muggle world to 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 come out and be a wizard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go get our potions. If magic mm. was reliable, we wouldn't have heart problems and other things. <laughs> <laughs> There are just some things that uh, ma- magic has its limits. Do we all have heart problems? <laughs> no comment. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't think I do. I don't remember. I don't know what mine that's, is. That's the heart problem you don't know you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Anyway. Yeah. I want to go get some potions. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So you head down to the Herblight store. Who owns this one? This is owned by Ivadil Harper. I feel like this retirement community is like living in um, Animal Crossing, <laughs> where you pay everybody that you live there, and then you buy the shit from them as well. It's like double mm-hmm. dipping. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also a bank where you can uh, store your... <laughs> Excess coinage, so and, and can reverse mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're not that bad. It's a, you know, it to make sure that you don't have to keep bags of coins under your bed. They do have a place where you can keep your money. I feel better with bags of coins under <laughs> my bed. Ha- I don't have that. I, <laughs> I feel like most people do. There's but. no account. Yeah, there's no account in that bank for me. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to take advantage of it, but it's there. So you arrive at Herblight, Herblight, <laughs> Herblight, and uh huh, uh huh. Look, uh, are they going to try to sell us weight loss tea <laughs> and meal replacement shakes? Only if you ask for it. No, Erasmus buys all that crap. Of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yep. None of us are even remotely surprised. Mm, tastes like crap, but <laughs> it works like feel, magic. Makes me feel better. <laughs> makes you feel better. <laughs> oh, Erasmus would, would definitely be like uh, the, 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 the target of every MLM. Mm-hmm. So oh you get God, to be your yeah. own boss, right? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Now, I, 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 I respect everybody's, you know, autonomy. You don't want to be your own boss, but I think that it's good in my old age to really just, you know, take charge of, uh, you know, my financial situation. Rest. This is M. Faye all over again. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that almost worked out. He made two dollars from it, two gold from it. <laughs> that almost worked out. Yeah, I, I mean, I still got a, I still got a whole bunch of that gel. In, in 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 my cottage, you know. I mean, like you know. Oh Lord, um, I, as he is talking about all of this stuff, I will walk <laughs> away. <laughs> so you walk into Herblight, and there's a little bell over the door that jingles pleasantly as you walk in, and there's not a lot for you to dig into yourselves. Um, there are a few bins along one wall that have, um. Sort of standard spell components. So if anyone needs magical components, there's all sorts of weird bins of stuff. There's a, a bin of dirt. There's charcoal. There are uh, there's a bag of feathers, so you can purchase a couple of feathers if you need them. Who buy? Who just buys bags of dirt? Usually they come in jars. Can't you just get dirt 
Oh, like, you see. That's fair, yes. But wouldn't you just, like, I don't know, pick up dirt from the ground? No, see, this this dirt is fine dirt for throwing in people's eyes. This is the good, this is the, this oh. is the good dirt. Oh. This is the good dirt. I mean, I feel like this I could... This is what th- you put on your paper cuts. Ah, yes, of course. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to need some of that. Might have to, might have to throw oh, some dirt. I'm going to go to the counter, because I'm assuming that... There's no like health potions sitting out so that people can have. There are not. <laughs> you, you do have to. Da- Danny's to like, that. I'm going to keep DB from stealing shit. I'm going to put it behind a counter. I think there's lots of shit you can steal, but I, the but, uh, the bigger, fancier stuff is definitely behind the counter. The the stuff I need. Yes. Do I need a prescription for a health potion? <laughs> Um, well, we were sent here by the cleric, so that is a referring doctor. That's true. That's fair. The, uh, the standard health potions do not require a uh, prescription, but those of you who do have things like uh, gout or heart trouble, uh, you have yes. been prescribed specific potions that they will brew for you uh, here at Herblife. Yep. Here to pick up prescription for Erasmus. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Fowler. Uh, yes, of course. I have that for you. <laughs> yep. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys go, go through the drive-through. Mm-hmm. All right. Guy more of those. Um. Uh, Guy more of those. Uh. Was it? Um. Those mega shakes. Oh yes, I got some more of those in just last week. Oh, How many would you like? You know, just give me a case. It's gonna be a uh, certainly. Gonna, yeah, gonna gonna go do a lot of things outside. But I'm gonna gonna need gonna need it. And uh, Abigail runs to the back, and they bring back out. A case, a, a wooden crate of glass jars with uh, screw tops, and sets it out. Here you go. You enjoy those. Uh, How many is in a case? A dozen. Oh, okay. Would you like some? Uh, yes, please. Okay. And she gets you a case of the uh, the mega shakes. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Oh, you know oh, you This want is what that. happens when I'm trying to take <laughs> notes about things. I don't want that. No, I'm sorry. I I misunderstood. You know, my old age. Oh. The memory is going. I understand. Um, I need health potions. Oh, health potions. Just a generic health potion? Or have you got a prescription for something in particular? I don't have a... I need one in case a dragon or a rock oh. hurts me right. horrifically. Well. I, I did actually get uh, a stock of those just brewed up lately, and um, okay, I will take all of them. Oh, all of them! All of them. Are you sure? Yes. Have you got the gold for that? I do. <laughs> you know those things what? give you the rumble guts. You better be careful. Rumble guts. <laughs> 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 well, I, I do have six. Is that okay? That that is sufficient. Sure. All if right. you had more, I would take more. Oh, well, um, I don't have any now, but I can get some brewing okay. and, uh, it'll be a couple of days. Is that, is that all right? I mean, that is going to have to do, isn't it? I suppose so. <laughs> That's what I've got. That's what I've got. That is true. I suppose you could always check and see if any of the, uh, any of the traders in town have brought any, but I don't know what oh. we've got these days. It's okay. I will, I, we will take your six health, health potions. Oh, it's we now. I mean, (laughs) no, I will pay for it. Is there anything else you need? Are are any of you spellcasters? Do you need components for anything? No. I I have a lovely potion of flying. Anyone need to fly? With our our elderly bones, you want us to fall out of the sky? Well, no, you fly, and that's that's the And it wears off, and then you fall out of the sky. Well, that's why you land before it wears off. This one is actually... Yes, falling out of the sky is not fun. <laughs> this is a special formulation, my own. And uh, you actually get this wave of heat that runs over your body just a few moments before it wears off, so that you've got some warning. It's one of those things that we discovered in town here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just imagined, like, a wave of heat going through my body and then automatically needing to pee. <laughs> 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 it's the hot flashes. <laughs> I was, I, I was going to say, do you think that any of us can tell the difference between that heat and, the hot and a hot flash? <laughs> I, I, I didn't think of that. Um, perhaps I'll, I'll work on changing that formula. Uh, thank you for the input. I appreciate that. Mm. Glad to uh, keep it from, from uh, raining people. Yes, that out would of be the unfortunate. Uh, right, right. Uh, 
Take the health potions. I might cast spell of four, maybe. Went to the academy, you see. Uh, you know, this was like back in, oh, I'd say, oh, about 45 years ago. I just got done with my first adventure. And then, and I made a little bit of money, too. And I said, what the hell am I going to do? Go and come home? You know? I mean, a gold goes a long way, you know, and I, I had so much of it. I didn't know what I was going to do with it all. And I decided to go to school. And they taught me, um, it was, uh, God. Yeah, it was a uh, water. Yeah, it was uh, the uh, the war academy at Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love Erasmus. Yeah, I I love him, Your Honor. Erasmus may never die, but Daddy. I love him. And uh, I just uh, I'm gonna slip yeah. some gold to her. She very for gently takes it off the counter. And- I take the mm-hmm. potions. I slip them into my bag. Okay. And I just slowly take Erasmus by the shoulders and start like pulling him back slowly mm-hmm. out yeah, of the know. out of the out of the store. <laughs> yeah, you know we you know we used to play pranks on the on the Water D watch, which was the you know the thing to do at the time. And uh, anyway, Blackstaff kicked Blackstaff kicked us out after a while. I think you know, Owen was around back then too. Where is Owen? Where is? Owen? I'm literally right here. <laughs> Right there, yeah, yeah. Remember when we mm. was that you? No. Mm. Mm. Well, anyway, I, anyway, I nicked this, uh, nicked this nifty badge off one, off one of the water deep guards. Had ever since he actually like pulls out like a a water deep watch badge. Nice, a badge of the watch. Yeah. Well, I I need to collect uh, some things from my house, I. so. Oh, I'm uh, always ready. As I do not, I do not usually bring my adventuring gear along to a knitting circle. I did not expect something like that. Uh, I'm going to take off my uh, hat of disguise, and I am in full adventuring gear. <laughs> what does your adventuring gear look like? Uh, I have a very nice cloak on, uh, some light armor, and you and you don't see any weapons. However. Which makes assault more suspicious. <laughs> and some fancy boots. The fanciest of boots. And you said the rest of you are, are heading to get your adventuring gear. Erasmus has already obtained mm-hmm. his hidden stick. Yeah. Yep. Everything is in the bag, and I got my hidden stick lucky. Owen kind of lets everybody else make their way out of the shop first, and then goes back to the counter and says... And one prescription for Owen Thorne, please. And thank you. Of course. You. Here you go, sir. Owen, enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you feel better. Oh, yes. Enjoy. I enjoy the heart trouble. Well, uh, no, no. I hope that the, the medication helps you enjoy life. Literally <laughs> thought this was like Viagra when she said enjoy. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, I kind of thought the same. Um, oh, yeah, no, no, just generic customer service face, it's fine. And then he leaves to go get his stuff. All right. No shame, no, no yeah. shame. Um, Chat has me rolling, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Little blue bottle, yep. So, what sort of adventuring gear are uh, Owen and Isolt picking up? well here's the thing danny (laughs) here's the problem with that with that particular question uh i have had a very busy (laughs) life and haven't had and haven't had a chance to uh pick my items yet so i would like to defer that question until next session when i can answer that much more explicitly certainly uh, that is fine and actually give you a good answer on that um oh and do you pick up anything interesting that uh the rest of the party might Um, notice I've got chainmail. I've got a long sword that may or may not be silvered. You can't really tell because they're all shiny and silver colored. Um, the old mm. bag of holding, and uh, he puts on some goggles of night just in case because his he's got night blindness now. As it happens. All right. So you all reconvene at the Golden Frog, and. Anyatha is there. Well, 
I uh, is it the wish you all the best of luck? Is it the golden frog or the white frog? The golden, golden frog. The golden frog. This is why we have erasable pens. <laughs> well, I, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, try not to die. Call Chayla if you need her. And uh, go get that flying thing. Ooh. On the road again. On the road again. So you begin your trek out of town. If you follow the river to the northeast, uh, you will be moving up towards the mountains. That is probably the most direct route towards where this smoke is coming from. Well then, off in that direction. All right. Let's go ahead and have everyone give me a survival roll, just to see if you can manage to find anything resembling a path up this mountain. Oh, okay. Unnatural 20. 24. Hell yeah. Uh, 19. 14. All right, so you are all definitely able to find a fairly reasonable path. It's it's not a path that is frequently walked. As far as you can tell, no one really actually goes up the mountain. You have no need to go any further up the mountain. Everything you need is right here in town. But someone must have gone at some point. Because there's a, a bit of a path. Maybe some goats. You're not really sure, but there's something for you to follow. So you start making your way up the mountain. Does it look like it's been traversed recently before we got here? It does not look as if a human or elf or humanoid humanoid creature yeah. has okay. been going up and down the mountain. Anything bigger? Go ahead and roll a roll a perception to see if you notice anything. Perception is great. I uh, have seem to have knit my headphones into my arm. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I've I've I I have been worried about doing that with a headphone uh cord. <laughs> yep. We're good. We're good. Uh 29. All right. You see evidence of some larger tracks. And with that roll, you are fairly certain that it is a, a large creature. And given your history as an adventurer, you've got a suspicion that it might be oh, a troll. Lord. Um, everybody keep an eye out. It looks like we might have trolls. Oh, I haven't, I haven't tangled with a troll and... Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> I want to be stealthy up the mountain. Okay. Go ahead and roll your stealth. Okay, give me a second. I need to finish my note. And then, are the rest of you following... Or staying further back. Uh, well aware that I, in in clanky armor, am going to be a detriment to the person who is actively trying to be sneaky. I'm going to stay a little ways back. And I'll join you, because I also jingle. 27. Okay. Erasmus, are you being stealthy? Mm, or you know, I mean, back? I'd love to be stealthy. Or going I'd love with. to be stealthy, but, you know, the doctor <laughs> said my knees. So... <laughs> All right, so three of you are staying a little further back, and uh, Nelpha is moving forward very Let quietly. Let the sneaky one go first. Very sneakily and unnoticed. Roll me a perception, please. 22. You smell something before you see anything. You spot these tracks that you've been sort of half-following, leading off of the trail and a little further away. You follow them, and the scent grows stronger, and you see two trolls. They are very clearly the uh, source of the smell. They don't look like they're in the best condition. Like they're hurt, or just that they're dirty? How close are you trying to get? I'm going to hide in the nearest bush <clears throat> to them. You aren't really able to tell what's going on with them other than they smell terrible. Like, worse than you would expect a troll to smell. Okay. Are they talking? Can I hear them say anything? 
Roll me another perception. Okay, I know how this sounds. It's a 28. I have a plus 11 to my perception. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you guys to be like, no, no. I, 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 have, I have a character that has a 26 passive perception, so... Uh, yeah, that's my passive perception as well. Oh, so. I don't want to go adventuring yeah. no more. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you at home, our characters are all level 10. So they, they've been adventuring for a while. These are not level 1 We're adventurers. Not, that is... Could you no. imagine being level 1 and able to roll a 28 I don't even know how you perception could. Tech? I don't think you could. I don't think there are enough bonuses. I know it, it might be possible mm. if you do a variant human and to end to end uh, uh, go with a, go with a, a feat that boosts that. But even but then, even, yeah. What languages do you speak? Common Elvish, thieves can't, and undercommon. You hear some sounds coming from them, but you don't understand what they're saying. All right, I'm going to start sneaking back to my party. Okay, so uh, there are two trolls off the path they smell awful um could not understand what they were saying i do not speak troll but how far off the path were they it probably took you going stealthily about 10 minutes to we get might to be able to keep moving without dealing with them did they look as though they had Things taken from other people. Did they look like they took shit from people, Danny? <laughs> are, 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 are they being are, uh, waylayers on the road, such as it is? You didn't see any signs of, of loot and stuff laying around? Didn't look like any loot or anything. They could also just have their own retirement village up here. We should respect other people's homes, you know? Are you sure you were an adventurer? Well... <laughs> Well, you know, if, uh, if they're up no good, we should just we should just ask them what, what's up up on the mountain. Uh, d- uh, do you speak troll? I mean, I speak giant. It's close. Uh, d- um, I don't think it is, honey. <laughs> um, Erasmus, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> Erasmus is playing smart. It's not wise. He's got. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> gotten by on like dumb luck. <laughs> uh, that'd be a fourteen. <clears throat> okay. Well, with your book smarts, uh, you do know that trolls do speak giant. That is their language. Yeah. You know, you know, now I'm thinking about it. Back in the academy, we, we had a class on on trolls. <clears throat> they definitely speak giant. Okay. Sure, Erasmus. You go talk. To the trolls. Sure, I was asking what they're asking what they're up to. What's up on the mountain? Yeah, make sure that you speak giant to them. Always had that conjugation problem, and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to shoot Owen a look as the other heavily armored person and be like, "Are you going with him, or or should I?" He's my stupid friend. I'll go with him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rasmus will uh, step out uh, around to where the trolls are supposedly are. Okay. Hey. Oh God. Hey. Um. Owen be- stays back. <laughs> and, and before <laughs> and before he just does that, I will have snuck in behind and been like okay. in the bushes. Yeah, noting okay. that that I'm left alone on the path, I'm like, well, all right then, and just and stick 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 near near Owen because you know far back. My sword isn't drawn. Shield's still on my back. All right. And trying to, trying to help present a image of, we're not here to fight yet. Okay. As Erasmus, how close are you getting before you start talking to them? I mean, I'm not going to be in arm's reach of a troll. I start off like, you know, <laughs> at least 20 feet. And I just, hey. <laughs> hey. So you're you're a little bit closer than um, Nilitha was, yeah, and you're not yeah. hidden in bushes. So you have a much more clear view of these trolls as they turn to you, and you you're not necessarily someone who speaks 
giant in everyday life, but you have studied it. They are very mumbly. Like, their mouths aren't working properly. But it sounds like they're saying hungry as they look at you. Um, I look at them, and uh, given my uh, previous necromancer experience, I'd like to make an arcana roll. Maybe these are Please do. undead, uh, and probably will explain why they stink more. Don't forget you got them shakes you can give Go them. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. <laughs> no, these are my shakes. They can't have my shakes. Help that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that would be a 24 on arcana. Yeah, they are definitely undead. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're yep, they're they're double dead. Double dead. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> I know one draws his sword. As does as does assault. <laughs> oh, come on, Lucky. Necromancer's afoot. <laughs> and I believe that's actually where we're going to leave it tonight. Thank you. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we can't start combat with 15 minutes left in the stream. No. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fair. That's that's just not gonna and work. And also, before we go into combat, I'd like to know what I'm taking into combat with me. <laughs> that would also be Good helpful. God. And now that you know that there's undead trolls... No, no, I, 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 I have a list of things that I that I had already set up. I, I know, just need I'm, to... I'm, I'm being an ass. Be your cute ass. Debatable. Eh. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of Crits and Knits. You can find us live streaming every other Wednesday on twitch.tv slash Majestic Goose Network, playing our game and chatting about our knitting. If you are a knitter, please make sure you check out Kino Knits. She is our featured designer for this arc. And for the duration of the arc, you can use the coupon code CRITSANDKNITS for 25% off of any Kino Knits patterns in her Ravelry shop or on her website, KinoKnits.com. The Crits and Knits podcast will release on alternate weeks, making it easy to catch up if you miss a stream. A Majestic Goose podcast. Honk.